Okay, so tell me about this. Okay, yeah. So pass it for a second. Yeah. So. Okay, it was it was a a play we had to do. It was a project. It was grade twelve drama. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Who I. Who's your teacher? Oh shit! What was her name? You know, I don't remember like a single. Van Lonen. Pardon? Van Lonen. I think she might be in here. Yeah, Miss Van Lonen. Was Bobasich not the drama teacher anymore? No way. He was a music teacher. Oh shit. Yeah. I forgot about so that. He, okay. You know, he took like a sabbatical when uh, we were in high school. In what, sorry? <laughs> he took like a sabbatical. What is that? Like a break, like a prolonged break from work. Really? Because of like mental mental illness, yeah. Oh, shit. Or shoot. mental health. I don't, I don't know exactly why. Because he, so I remember, okay, yeah, now I remember he was a music teacher. Then he did my arts class. And I'm like, this is odd because he was known as the art teacher and he wasn't, it wasn't in his element. Like, it wasn't his thing to do. I think he was the head of the department at the time, though. So, I guess they just didn't have a teacher. And so, he oh, had to perhaps. fill the role. Because I wonder if maybe, due to what he was going through, if he wanted to do a switch. And then oh, if no. he left. He was a music guy. Like, that was his thing. Okay. Yeah, okay, so, okay. so tell me about when this, he came back. But, yeah. So, this thing was called, it was only, it's, it's only a minute. Wait. It's only a minute a guy. I don't know why it took me so long to read that. Okay. And it was, hold on. One, two three four five six seven characters i played and it was quick change so that you played mm -hmm, it was this girl christina yeah and she was playing this girl who was at the speed dating bar and Mm -hmm. then i was the bartender Mm -hmm. and i would go up and i'd whatever dialogue and this was a short too this wasn't like a play it was a short play so i would have a little dialogue with her and then i'd run around where there's like these lockers that were a part of the stage Mm -hmm. i go behind them and i had to quick change into like the first character so they the literally full on change, full on costume, everything, and then go into an accent, like Ooh. or something. Right? So yeah, I was just about to the ask. The first one was Henry. He was like a waiter. It was just me, like my me and my normal self. Yeah. The next one was Jefferson, and I can't remember. I think Jefferson was kind of like an urban, like yo, what's good, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember any of your lines? <laughs> Fuck no. Like, I oh, barely yeah. remember what these guys were. Yeah. Then there was oh, this is kind of a racist. I think this did not age well. Cody McCoy. I can't remember. I think he was like a Texan. Mm-hmm. Cody McCoy. Yeah. And then there was Salim. Salim? Salim with an M? Yeah, and I remember that character had a turban, so. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and then there was. There I see was what you mean. Randolfo, you know? And then there Spanish? was Larry. Yeah, I don't remember what Larry was, but yeah. Yeah, and you were just trying to pick her up, basically. So yeah, and then I would be a waiter. Yeah. And then I would go behind the locker, change it to the character, whatever. There's the date, funny dialogue. And then I'd go and I'd change and I'm the waiter again. And then I'd go and I'd change and I'm the next character. And I, it was crazy. And you had to perform this? Yeah, that was for my CPT. That was like my, my culminating performance task for drama. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just in front of your class or yeah, to the just school? In front of the cl- no, actually, I think we did have like a showing. I think my mom came to this. That, that's what there's like a pamphlet. Were you nervous? Because I never took oh, drama no. class. I was way too shy as a person drama to do it. Drama was my shit. Look up on that on that top shelf right there beside my liquor mm-hmm. and my weed. Mm-hmm. There's a, <laughs> a trophy there. I never understood why I won it, but that's from the school board. I don't see the trophy. Stand up. You can stand on the bed. Yeah. Oh, this Grab one. the glass one. Come on down and then read it. <clears throat> oh, that's backwards. York Secondary Catholic President's Council Awards for Outstanding Leadership. This is it? Yeah. Okay. Leadership in the Arts, Matthew Goodison, 2012-2013. Wow. Nice, fancy, fancy. So that was given to me because of my contributions, uh, leadership in the arts and drama. And like I remember going to like the banquet or whatever that they gave those out at. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a girl from, I think it was Brother Andre, the mm-hmm. high school in Markham. Yep. That got the leadership for like uh, the there was one for the boy, one for the girls. Oh, so this was with 
a few schools. The whole school board, like all the high schools in the school board. Holy, that's a lot. Yeah, and I'm like, like what, thirty? How many? Oh gosh, I don't know. Maybe no, not more than twelve. Yeah, maybe closer to thirty. Yeah, wow. like a lot. That's and it was, a lot. Yeah, wow. yeah. And I'm like, how the hell did I win this? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, and I figured, like, and this is arts too. This isn't just drama. This is like music. Yeah. Where there's like a bunch of brainiacs. This oh, so it's visual arts, arts, visual arts, photography. All the arts courses in the school board. And then there was a male student and a female student that won it. The female student was from Brother Andre and then I won it. I wonder how they would select. Like, I feel like they would have to secretly record you yeah. and secretly record every well, I was single student. huge in drama back then. So I was in the school play, like the actual production. Mm-hmm. And I was like a comedy actor. So I was like, I remember, I don't even know. I got, I I got the school this. play approved. It's in the yearbook, in my grade 12 yearbook. I was a porn producer. Yeah, that one. You, what? If you go to the school play in the yearbook, you'll see it. And you performed this in front of the school because I don't yeah. remember these. Oh, yeah. No, we Maybe performed I skipped it. class or something. You probably skipped the performance. You're like, I don't know why. I'm like, you know nope, me? I'm not yeah. down for this. So many kids didn't go to that. But it was amazing. And it was like, I was, I can't remember what the heck it was about. But about it was when you were a porn producer? Yeah, in this play at a Catholic high school that I somehow managed to get approved. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. How did that, with through school, yeah, that's, that's it very was, shocking. Yeah. And it was all green light, ready to go. Wow. I'm telling you. That's, I wish I saw that then because that's interesting yeah. that's super interesting no it was a lot of fun is it clubs counselor no 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 Councils? it's it's the actual play there's definitely a section in the yearbook for it probably no i'm shocked that that was passed yep no way no fun yeah what's your favorite thing about high school i don't know like i had a lot of like there's some core memories for sure from high school like big ones mm-hmm. i had a good time overall in high school mm-hmm. like i was like I don't think I really had that many enemies, per se. Like, I I didn't really have to deal with being bullied or anything. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, there was never a bad word about you. Like, everyone adored you. Yeah, I kind of had my hand in everybody's pot. Like, I wasn't, you know, seeking to make... I was just kind of, like, trying to learn what I could and then, like, be social, happy-go-lucky. I don't know. Everybody always said they remember me having a smile on my face every day. Yeah. And then, like, I was I was a student leader from when you guys started in high school, a year Mm -hmm. after. Yeah. But, mind you... Like, the school opened when I was in grade nine, right? So yeah. who else are you going to make a student leader? You know? Yeah, no, a thousand percent. No, even when I met you the very first time, again, I still don't remember how don't remember and where. And I'm sure it was within the first week or second week. I do remember that it was insanely close to the time that I entered high school because I was still getting familiar with everything. Well, the school, I felt, was, the school was tiny back then. And it wasn't even yeah. fully built when you guys started. Remember? We didn't even have access to the cafeteria. I don't remember that. There was like a big drywall. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole foyer and cafeteria wasn't open when you guys started. When we started, it was like half the school. Like it was just the academic wing with the top of the T on the street. Yeah. Just so the there was classic. no cafeteria? No. So where did you guys go for your dance you room? S- the dance that's yeah, how that was that's how small the school was and they could do it on two lunches how many students were there? Like, do you remember if they when mentioned When we first number? started, grade nine and ten, there was like 300 kids. And when you guys started, there was like maybe 400, 500 kids. I remember when I was in grade 11, I think, they mentioned that there was 1,300. That's what I graduated wow. with it being. Wow. Yeah. So it started 1,000 more kids. I There's a 300 of us originals yeah. from grade 9 and 10. And then by the time I graduated and the grade 10s above me had already gone, mm-hmm. there were 1,300 kids. They had portables by the time I graduated. Yeah. And the whole school I was open a portable when, when I for, started. When I was in, I think, grade 11 as well. 
we were in a portable and it was so hot. I hated those portables. But um, it probably didn't, didn't feel like high school when you went, when you got in. Honestly, it was just like 300. Compared, that's less than an elementary school. Yeah. If you compare it to everybody else's high school experience. Mm-hmm. But even yours. You were a year after me. The school still wasn't full-fledged when you started. It was only 9, 10, and 11. It was interesting knowing that we didn't have a grade 12. That's yeah. for sure. It felt like you felt that crispness of a fresh new school we had to forge the identity and we had to create the history or like the yeah. character never, of the school but we we were like oh i don't know <laughs> you're never like a small guppy in it either yeah because like the oldest kids were like a year older than you and you're like what are you gonna do like yeah, i'm the yeah, same yeah. size as you you know yeah no that's true yeah, so it's like, would you go back if they had a reunion like a 25 year oh reunion gosh, i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't either you know what it's a lot easier for us our generation to not do it because like we have social media like we're all Mm-hmm. obviously you don't follow everybody that you went to high school with but i mean you probably have yeah. one or two people and you're like yeah that's enough oh, yeah that's stroked <laughs> my career I've, I've watched your story i'm good now yeah 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 you know? definitely not the same then for sure because yeah like you said we know what's going on in a way like not everyone shares on their lives on instagram and even if they do there's still so much that we don't know what's going on but like but you don't yeah, really there's care. not there isn't that there wasn't that community exactly because it was such a fresh new school. Like, I really... You would think it would make it more, though. Like, the OGs would want to yeah. come back for one last party, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Even, like, my ex, who's a year older than you, he hangs out with his friends that he's known since high school. Well, and me too. Right? Like, you our, too? our friend group is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we're all met in high school. Like, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. So. I find it so interesting that I met them so many years later. Yeah, reconnecting like that, eh? Yeah. Isn't it weird? So crazy. And that they knew my <laughs> brother firstly. And then, like, it, it's interesting. I don't know. It's so interesting. But I remembered I didn't want to go to St. Max. I did not want to go to St. Max. And my parents, because I wanted to go to Sacred. Which elementary school did you graduate from? So I went to four. So <laughs> Which one did you graduate okay, from? <laughs> <laughs> from St. Nick's in Newmarket off of uh, Bathurst. Oh, I know that yeah, one. Yeah, so just a little north of Mulock and Bathurst. Like on the way to Davis there where the big intersection is? Yes. There's, like you pass it there. Yes, yeah, yes. So I went there in grade five, and I was supposed to stay there for only two years because I was in an ESL program. Right. I was originally supposed to go back to St. John's. And all those kids that went to St. John's went to St. Max. So I like kind of felt some connection when I went to St. Max, but I also didn't feel good. Yeah, that, that's Northern Going Newmarket. Back, that's weird that you went to St. Max. You should have gone to Sacred technically. But because where I lived in Newmarket, the school buses, there wasn't any to go to Sacred. What? Yeah, because you know how like elementary schools, you kind of get selected based on where you live due to the busing and like the school, like the region. Right. So because I lived really close to St. John Chrysostom, that's where I went, right? Mm-hmm. And then I had to go to a different school. My dad drove me to school. It wasn't like a bus would pick me up. Like I had to go to school. Like he would drive me, right? So same thing when it came to high school. There wasn't a bus that went in my neighborhood to go to Sacred Heart. And I really wanted to go because I adored everyone at St. Nick's. I felt that was like my favorite elementary school. That's where I made such amazing friendships. I like we all cried because it was just me and another guy going to St. Max. Yeah. Literally the rest, the, fu- the 50 people kids students <laughs> all went to sacred yeah yeah except for one went to italy then came back later a couple went to um a different high school but it's because of the arts at sacred and the history like how old, it's old. It's and older. that's where jim carrey went to high school which i didn't know he afterwards he, he i think he was a janitor 
No, he's from Newmarket. Yeah. He was in Air Cadets. When I was in Air Cadets, I remember learning I that. To- yeah, you yeah. told me that before. He was in Air Cadets, yeah. So when I went to St. Max, I felt so out of place. I met like so many different students, whatever, from different schools. But because I already had an experience at a different elementary school where I didn't make friends, I couldn't. I would look all the time majority of the time would spend on my own during recess i was picked on i was bullied all these different things so when i went to saint max yes you're older your mentality is a little different so i did get kind of closer with a few people and then but i just at the end of it through it all it never felt like those are my true friends or mm. that experience. Like, I'm still grateful I went. I did the yeah. cooking classes, you know. It was a good school I, and it was high tech. Like, it was very, the most. It was the newest school there. So, like, yeah. it's the best place you could have gone to get, like, a well-rounded education. Definitely. <laughs> and so there, I have really good memories, too. But actually, I wouldn't say if I could go back in time if I would change anything because I wouldn't. I'm not that type of person that has any regrets. But yeah. um, I only had one favorite year and that was grade um, 11. I adored that year. It was a great year. For you too? Yeah, well, it was my senior year, yeah. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was true. the king of the castle. You were king of the castle. <laughs> I think that's Phil. when we started um, going to our friend. We started We started hanging. We got way closer when I was in grade 12 that yes. year. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the dancing, all the- like, 10 years you... ago now, eh? I know. Should we do like some sort of anniversary thing? I don't know what you're going to do and how you're going to get people. Like, half the people I know that are from oh, no. that group are like, you know, they have kids now, so- I was I was just talking about you and I, but oh, okay. Yeah, we'll pop a bottle of champagne. <laughs> Cheers Here's for 10, ten years. years. <laughs> but okay. Um, yeah, because I don't talk to any of them either. You're yeah. closer to them. I wasn't ever really that close only to them. Only a couple, them. though. Like, Phil? Phil. But we, we'll talk only once in the blue moon. Really? You but and you know Phil? What's, you know what's funny about us? The moment that one of us will think about each other. Yeah. And then we'll call and the other will answer. Like, and then we'll just reminisce. We'll just reminisce. We'll talk Aww. on the phone for like three hours, three, four hours. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, but we'll go get coffee. Yeah, yeah, let me know when you're free. Hang never up the happens. phone, never go to coffee. <laughs> you know, four <laughs> months, five months down the road, same thing. Pick up the phone. Hey, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, but you yeah. know what? You and I did that too. We do. There yeah. was a time in our friendship where, I don't know, but it was like, a few years back where you bump I would into each other, but hey, you're free? Yeah. <laughs> Talk till the sun comes up. <laughs> Literally, yeah. But or we would go and get sushi. Mm-hmm. That was at least like a once a year type of thing. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. True. But no, I loved when we hung out that one time in your car from like seven PM till five AM. Yeah. That that was my first time I've ever had a very deep conversation with someone where I opened up yeah. and felt more seen. We were young too. Like I yeah. was like I think I was 20 on the money. And I you think would have been 19. I, I know that it was during, yeah, it yeah. was during when I took a year off. Yeah, we were young, young, young. I know. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and I still remember all those conversations that we, well, majority of them I do. I was on the radio back then. <laughs> you were, you were. I think that was what, the, what that was what it was. I finished the show and I'd come down. Yeah. And it was after, the, and I picked you up and then I don't even know what we did. I think we just sat in the car. But we were. No, we went for sushi too. Oh, we did. And that was our thing. Yeah, sushi, yeah, sushi. Till this day, clearly. Even yeah. like when we went to celebrate our super. No, we didn't celebrate our birthday, but you gave me a rose for my birthday on yeah. Canada Day. I looked out for the the most damaged rose damaged I could find. Rose. I appreciated it so much. <laughs> oh my god, that was the yeah. greatest. Um, but yeah, no, we went for sushi, and then I think we just kept talking and talking because you told me some stuff, personal things about you. And yeah. then we just kept going on. I know, and it was just a spiral. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I literally the sun came up. We're like, oh, <laughs> and I only slept for two hours that morning. Technically, why did you have to work or something that day? I think I did. did you, no, you just had stuff to I think do? I had. 
No, I must have not. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think I do. was. I don't think you would have was like. Yeah. No, 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 no. You were no. too giddy giddy. You'd be like, I need to go back and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was a. No, I would definitely say that I was a people pleaser, if anything, back then. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But you were enjoying that conversation because, like, yeah, that was a deep That one, was so. a really good conversation. But I, it opened up so much for me. And that's when I felt more, again, like I said, seen mm-hmm. and more naturally in who yeah, I am. Yeah, that's true. Because we'd hung out, we'd done parties and stuff, but we'd never, like, connected like that. Yeah. Like, it was always kind of like surface level like you are with everybody else you know yeah like, but you're i would familiar, say that we're friends you know we hang out all the time but yeah no I but know. i would always say that you always made me feel good like you i always well, felt good yeah. like we were friends right but yeah to have a deeper conversation yeah, exactly. to get we to know someone we yeah we never did and then yeah. that's when it started, it started yeah <laughs> and un- that's when it started yeah. oh my goodness that was like a year and a day a year and a day older yeah it's crazy. a year and a day older mm-hmm. And we still haven't celebrated our birthdays together, which we won't this year because I'll be in Spain unless we do something. Well, not really. I rather I love you, but I rather go to Spain and celebrate. But we could do something that following Friday. The following or or preceding Mm -hmm. before or after. No, because I'm gone by on the fourth. How long are you on the fourth? So what are you on two weeks? Ten days. Ten days. Italy? No, I wish. Spain and oh, Malta. Spain. You said Spain. You did say Spain. And, and Malta. Yeah. And Malta. Cool. I'm so excited. Is that your first time going to Spain and Malta? So, first time in Malta. And I'm really excited because, so my mom, um, so as you know, but those who don't, she used to be a choreographer in Poland, right? Mm-hmm. And so she taught so many different kinds of dances, but mainly it was folk dancing of different regions of Poland. And she was very successful in her city. And back then, especially during during communism, Poland, you don't really get fame, right? Because everyone is yeah, fighting like for freedom it's and it's all the ceiling on it. Yes. But she was still so ahead of her time. Very modern in her ways, very fresh, very independent, like raising a child on her own, her ex leaving the country. Like my mom was a boss, (laughs) so (laughs) she still is. But um, and then she took her students all around the world, even as far as Puerto Rico for something back then in the 80s. Insane. The communism 80s. Soviet Union, I should say. Um, But anyway, so she went to Malta. And recently, about a week ago, we were looking through her pictures because she has a box of these old, old, old photos. And it's like when she was in Greece as well, wow. when she was in New York City, when she was um, <laughs> everywhere. That's cool. The Malta. And she adored Malta until this day talks about and reminisces it. So it's always yeah. been in my head. I'm like, I just want to go. I have to go. Yeah, right. Check it off the list. Yeah. That and then. Sense. Yeah, and I went to Spain already when I was 17. I was visiting my sister in, in Europe, and I was there during the summer for so basically two months. And we took a last-minute trip to Barcelona for five days, and that was just spectacular. I went in with an open mind. I didn't know what Barcelona had to offer. Highly recommend it. Just for Barcelona, some, though, right? Like just never Barcelona, Madrid, never. yeah. No, but that's where I definitely want to stop is Madrid. Yeah. So my best friend and I, closer to the time, her and I will start to kind of create how we want to go, where we want to go, how long, renting cars. Are you going to be able that. to get around like the whole country or probably not? So well, it's big. It is big. So what were th- my idea? Because she tell she told me she's like, this is your birthday. We'll do whatever you want. Yeah. A little side note, my friend works for an airline company. That's why we're getting all these amazing discounts. And she's like, wherever you want to go. Because she's always going somewhere. Yeah. So she's like, this is for you. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so I'm thinking, start, like landing in Barcelona, not Barcelona, landing in Madrid, right. which is kind of like in the middle, yeah. north Smack middle. Yeah, in the middle. Yeah. Then head east 
to go to Barcelona, but I kind of want to go to this one place called, I may not be pronouncing this correctly, uh, Zaraburg, and it just looks beautiful. Where is it? It's like, like a city. Spain? It's like in between. Like, think of it like... Look at my map. You're, my map. <laughs> Spain is so tiny on that map. Yeah. But, basically, <laughs> <laughs> but basically, it's Madrid, and then if you take a ruler, right, and like Barcelona is like right at the sea, Zaraburg is kind of in the middle, but a little down. Barcelona is at the sea? Yeah, it is. I swam in there when I was drunk, and it was beautiful. Between Madrid and Barcelona? Is this that little city, yeah. And then is I wanted to... like, uh, what is it called? Catalonia or whatever? Catalonia, I think it's more... Oh. It's like a country. Catalonia is like a sub-country within Spain. It's yeah. Like a big region. Right. Almost like a state or a province, right? Right. So I think that's... Yeah, I think so. Catalonia I would have area. to look that up because I don't know too sure. But then I would love to go down through the coast... And then I was told to go to Valencia, to go to Seville, which is a beautiful university city. They play soccer there. They do. <laughs> and um, yeah. And then I want to go back to certain places in Barcelona, too, and eat all the tapas and the paella. And I want to go back to a flamenco show. I kind of want to take like a class, like a mini little class yeah. of flamenco, which would be a dream to do. And then fly to Malta and just be there maybe for like two days. Because it's it's a tiny island, right? And if we're just going to be in the capital, we're both of us. We're very like adventurous people. We love to walk. We love to meet people. We love to try the cuisine. We like we don't like resorts. Like we're not that type of people. So we'll go. She's so Miruna, my best friend, is the most nonchalant. So roll with the punches type of person. Yes, but she's so secure in who she is, and she's so open. And she's so, I just adore this woman. She's so lovely. And like, we're very similar in that sense where we go with the flow. And because we have such basically the same passions, I feel like that's when things just line up and then you experience those stuff. So I'm excited to be experiencing this with her. And yeah, so I'm really excited. So how many days are you going to pull aside for uh, Malta? Probably just two. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, because Spain is so much bigger than than Malta, and there's so much to do and see in Spain. Are you gonna be flying? Yes, most likely business class. Oh no, it's like a forty-five minute flight. (laughs) Oh, okay. You're talking about from. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I thought you're talking about Canada to um. Oh, oh, that's even nicer. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's she only flies business class. Are you? I know, very bougie <laughs> oh, with wow. some champagne. I'm I mean, so yeah, sorry. I was gonna say you, you're gonna get mile high drunk then uh-huh. right, the whole way through. And I normally never drink, but yeah, oh, you know, yeah. Like one drink is gonna do it for you, right? Because oh, at the probably. higher altitude, I know I would have to drink so much water like during that day it's and not before. Help. You're still gonna get hammered. Well, you know what? I will let you know when I land how I feel. Okay? <laughs> you're gonna be like, you know? I have three, and I I'm am great. <laughs> <laughs> and I could go for another one. Like, yeah. no, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. But I'm excited because it's been like five years since. No, five, six. That actually, this year would be six years since I've been to Europe. Way too long. And the last place you went was Italy, Poland. Oh, Poland. Yeah. yeah. And I'm also traveling in August. I'm going to BC because my cousin wants me and my other cousin to visit her, and she's purchasing the tickets as our birthday presents too. Wow. It's very affordable. It's like eighty bucks to and fly to BC on what, like friggin' swoosh or something? I don't swoosh, swoop, yeah. <laughs> swoop? But she lives in the Okanagan region. Well, that's where her house is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, so it's cheaper. It's not like going to Vancouver, right? Well, yeah. I guess you only have to pay for the flight too, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So I'm so excited for that. Oh my gosh, because they're moving, right? Yeah. 
So yeah. when are they supposed to be moving? Are they building this house or is it built? No, so it's already built. Oh, yeah. It's already built and it's, um, she showed me pictures and it's beautiful because their views are the mountains. They have scenery, like what's it called? Nature everywhere. Um, a couple bedrooms. One bedroom particularly has its own little private backyard. She's like, Natalie, that's your room. You could do yoga outside. I'm like, sold. Wow, nice. Perfect. <laughs> so I'm so excited for that. But yeah, it's like f- um, ceiling to floor uh, windows. Yeah. Very nice colors, but they're going to paint it all that. And it's a kind of like a complex. No, it's like a townhouse. So they they do have a couple neighbors like next to them. Yeah. But then for like a long drive, they don't have neighbors. Oh, okay. So they're kind of like in a secluded subsection. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they're 15 <clears throat> minutes away from a ski resort. They're also oh, yeah. like all around different wineries. Um, I think, yeah, I think they're south from Kelowna. And they're, they're our age and they sound like they're like... 65 year olds retired in Boca or something. I know. That's crazy. And that's the kind of life they like. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yep. Jesus. Going from Toronto. Well, she's from Oshawa and then um, they are currently living in Mimico. So it's constantly busy. But everything, like their life has been happening in BC. Like their first trip was to BC, right. even when they were just friends. Yeah. They got their puppy in BC. They got engaged in BC. Her wow. brother lives in BC. So they went there. So it's been like that's everything has been happening there and they just feel home and honestly bc feels that way more for me like well yeah. as well like it's versus ontario oh it's so beautiful i've gone out there several times with the navy nice yeah, what is it only on the sea though or did you get to explore the country well, not the country the province. Out of somewhere don't you right? yeah well i'm just saying maybe you like <laughs> so i don't what, know remember drove? i went in radio i drove out there <gasps> right, right? Yes, so i've yes. been up in the heartlands like the mountains and stuff i was like <gasps> south central castlegar nice. i was in that area and then i've been out to the island, obviously, Vancouver Island. I've been to Vancouver as well, but yeah. Yeah, Victoria, that's where the Navy sails out of. Yeah. So yeah. the Navy base is down there. But yeah, so I got to see the island as well, mm-hmm. which is this cool little like world. Mm-hmm. It's its own like ecosystem. It's nuts. It's really beautiful out there. Yeah. Well, do you have a favorite area when it comes to BC? Um, I like Victoria. Like Victoria is kind of like a, it's weird. It's kind of like. Oh, I always heard like negative things about Victoria. Well, it has its dark sides for sure, like any yeah. city, and like their yeah. the homelessness is like a big thing in Victoria. But mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of like an old Victorian era relic, like the way that the architecture and stuff. It's like it's very cool. It's a cool little preserved little inlet, small. It's a capital of BC, so it has this like function, but it's not as big as Vancouver, so it's not as overrun. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's a cool vibe, and you feel safe like walking on the streets and stuff. It's comparing. like a small town in a city, in a manner of speaking. Okay, yeah, yeah, Weird yeah. Weird to explain. So comparing, because when I went to Vancouver this year, well, last year, I should say, what I so loved about it was that there's multiple downtown parts to it. Yeah, there's a downtown like here, downtown there, yeah. downtown here. And I'm like, okay, so we're out of Vancouver? And my friend's like, no, we're still in Vancouver. I'm like, what? What's, so the, what's one called? Gastown or whatever? Gastown, yeah, yeah. There is like the, um, oh my God. There's Stanley Park. Stanley, I loved Stanley Park. Yeah. Um, there is where my friend was living, the River District. There's so many different. I don't yeah. remember. From well, Toronto's like that too, but they all kind of look the same. <laughs> In a way, but I would actually, yeah. Now I'm trying to like mentally compare the two cities. Like when it comes to Toronto, is Vancouver on a much larger scale, like downtown Toronto. Yeah. But Vancouver is so much nicer. The only thing <laughs> I didn't like is that the people there, and I'm sorry if anybody's from Vancouver, but I'm sure maybe you are a nice person. You like to smile, <laughs> but so many of you don't. And it just crushed me. I would be like walking with my friends and like naturally you just smile at people, right? Not you're being creepy, but you're just you smiling. You are from the Toronto area. 
But people from Vancouver don't smile. Well, Pete, we don't smile either. Yeah, we do. Well, you might smile if you go no, there. Crazy like, person. I don't smile. <laughs> I smile. No, I, yeah, I smile at people, but sometimes people smile at me first. Really? Pretty girl syndrome. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, like literally, even teenagers. Mm. And I walk a lot. <laughs> Are you sure they don't just think you're like a crazy lady? I don't, like I swear smiling I'm so you don't hurt them? I swear I'm not. I'm going to see you walking in a jacket with like. A little no. bit of vigor to you with a no. smile on your face. Hi, how's going today? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> but it's like, hi, lady. No. <laughs> Stay away. Not at all. You like, I'm so? just, I don't, do I have to record myself now walking? Like, I don't know. I'm, I swear, I feel like people have this <laughs> image go of me walking. You're next like, walk and you're going to see someone smiling and be like, don't worry, I'm not crazy. <laughs> like, hey, Matt, I told you. <laughs> oh, my God. start running from me. <sighs> now I'm gonna be like paranoid walking. No, no, it's <laughs> fine. But I swear, but it's what you're my gonna start friend. walking around not smiling. No, <laughs> I'm gonna get mad looking on the ground. <laughs> Don't look at me. That's what's gonna happen now. No, but it's what my friend said who lives in BC too. She's like, I can't even make friends here. Like, no one says hi. I know. I feel you. Oh, so you do I, be, you do agree with me that yeah, people 100%. don't smile. When I was in college and I was like, I had my internship mm-hmm. at a radio station um, and I had to, to commute from the campus downtown Toronto yeah. in my little business clothes yeah. and I'm walking and stuff. I would be on purpose, be like, do not make eye contact with anybody. I don't want to talk to a soul. I just want to survive this commute with my little self, wiggle through all these people. Wait, where was and this? get to where I was going. Right downtown. Toronto? Yeah. I'm talking about Vancouver. I know, but I'm just saying that's why, like, you you want to not smile here. Oh, I just I like people. So I understand and... why the Vancouverites aren't smiling. Keep up your no smiles if you're from Vancouver. Shout out Gastown. Um, no, be nice <laughs> because people want to be friends with you, and I don't want too nice. many too. Not even too just be many friends, just to be up, nice. You know? Just to be nice. If you walk around with too friendly of a face, then you're gonna have strange people coming up to be like, "Can I have some money?" <laughs> no, 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 I've never had that kind of experience. There's some change for the bus. Never had that kind of experience. No, well, good, good. Well, okay, no, well, here, yes, but like, <laughs> they do that to everyone else. I think you're in a wanderlust when you go to I Vancouver. I am not. Because I, you're explaining a Vancouver that I, have, I am not familiar with, and I've been there several times. Oh, I'm just, that was You're my... like, Vancouver is so magical. It has all no. these No, okay, so. I don't like, Vancouver is a <laughs> micro Toronto. It smells the same. It's Not gross. At all. It I rains find more. The quality. Okay, well, I wasn't, it wasn't, well, it rained a little bit, mm-hmm. but I would say that it smells better due to the mountains and the nature of it. It's I still find... a shit pit city. It's got, it's got all don't... the smells. I've smelled, I've smelled really, the smells. I don't know. I didn't feel that. Oh. I didn't feel that at all. Oh, you went to the tourist areas. You're like, we well, got to no, keep these River clean District, for the explorers. <laughs> no, River District is not an... Um, so? a, no, not at all. Then we were driving through different areas that kind of looked a little run down. But again, it, was, it didn't smell like... I don't know, man. You know that Vancouver is also one of the more violent cities in Canada, right? No, I did not know, but like I didn't feel that. Stabby, stabby central. <laughs> stabby, stabby central. No, I didn't no. even, I didn't feel that. No? I felt more Well, you wouldn't safe. feel it until you felt it, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean but it's, I don't know. I felt super safe there. Oh, okay. And I felt definitely more of that wellness approach, except people just Well, yeah, because there's going to be more people but, out there like that. Like, that's just kind of West yeah, Coast culture. It is, it is. But I don't know, just something about like the air quality and like even the trees, the nature, just all of it. Have you been there the during ocean, a wildfire? 
Sorry? Have you been there during a wildfire? I did not. Yeah, the air quality goes down a Well, way. I'm sure that would be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere, Matt. That's true. That's good yeah, point, yeah. Yeah. I asked my cousin when her and her fiance purchased the house in the Okanagan region. I'm like, guys, like, you purchased the home where there's fires like every year. Yeah. They're like, no, we're just a few kilometers away from that. I'm like, Okay. I wonder how much they pay for uh, home insurance out there. Oh, I don't know. With those kinds but of they like, got it's, it's such it's a good high. deal. It's got to be really high, though. But they, their house, so affordable. Yeah. Like we would be crying from joy if we had a price of a house like that here. Like, like five, like five hundred thousand, like just over five hundred thousand. Yeah, that's the thing. See, that's our problem. Everybody in our generation, if you want to like live, you have to leave the city you grew up in to go. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because there's more to there's more out there than Ontario. Yeah, that's totally fine. Look, I'm not everybody is you know some people are the homebody. Mm-hmm. Some people like to go out to clubs. Mm-hmm. Some people like to travel the world. That's some people me. like to stay put. But like, yeah, okay, travel. Everybody should travel. You know, mm-hmm. at least get a couple of good trips in your life. In yeah. you know, but for the people who want to stay home because home is home, you know, we have to leave and you got to go far away. Well, what's your definition of home? I don't know. I think it takes a village. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that saying? Like, it takes a village yeah. to raise a kid? Yeah. So when you're looking at, like, a community, mm-hmm. like Aurora, I yeah. grew up my whole life in Aurora. Yeah. So, like, this is home. And it's not just about, like, the house mm-hmm. and, like, the family. It's, like, the neighbors, the people you grew up alongside, their families. Like, it goes way deeper. If you're mm-hmm. a member of any kind of, like, extracurricular or community-based organization, like a church or a yeah. sports team or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, that's home. Mm-hmm. And like, but are you close you with can, your neighbors? Are you close with your yeah, church? Like you are you have close that, like, with your and like we've been in this neighborhood since like freaking day one of this neighborhood. Yeah, we're one of the OGs, you know. Okay, so, well that makes sense because it's the people that you know. Well, yeah, that's the thing, right? And like all of my friends are here, mm-hmm. but they still like they'll take vacations and stuff like that. I'm pretty well traveled. I've gone pretty far, mm-hmm. and I've seen the world for myself. Like you know what I mean? Like absolutely. It's, I don't, uh, you know, home is home, and it sucks we can't afford to buy. Mm-hmm. a home at home well if our city or sorry our town <laughs> it's not a city if the prices were good would you still purchase a home here in aurora or would you be interested in like going somewhere else okay well see that's the thing it'd be like my mom if she could have a base here mm-hmm. you know what i mean and then we just go to our little satellite wherever we want to go <laughs> yeah. and then we can come back come that's back. what i kind of yeah, yeah, that's my idea of it. That's your idea. So I think if she that's always, her idea of it too, to be honest. So if she always stayed here, then you would go to like maybe Stouffville, maybe Markham. Yeah, maybe like here. I don't want to get like I want like land and mm-hmm. like you know some kind of self sustaining type of deal. Maybe not every day of the week, but at least most of your groceries you grew yourself. Yeah, right? well, you're, so, you're farming. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So you need land to do that. Yeah, obviously. And then, but I still want to be close enough to the city to still you know participate in the system mm-hmm. but so far enough that when i want quiet time and where's I your ideal place then god, i don't even know like perry sound is too far oh god yeah i like the cottages i'd love to own a cottage up there on georgian bay no no it's further south than georgian bay it's oh no it's, well, north, it's on north georgian, georgian bay, bay but like no no perry sound is like way north but it's still on georgian bay no, Perry no, it's Sound? like a whole bunch of like lakes and stuff. There's lakes around, but it's on a main, like the main part is Georgian Bay. I guess, yeah, the Georgian Bay. Because Kilbear, the camping, basin. 
site, the uh, park. It's just a little bit like north. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's mm. not. It's not connected to. Oh, you're right. It is Georgian Bay. Yeah, yeah, Perry Sound. You're right. Yeah, I know. I just thought about it. I've been going there for such a long time. Like, oh my god. I yeah. honestly, I we camped way too much to the point that I'm sick and tired of it. And it sucks because I love nature. Well, I, I love being with nature. But there was though? a moment where we went every single weekend when I was, I think, in grade seven and eight, <laughs> and it was too much. And I was like craving to just leave the country because we did that we went once right. to cuba and then once to poland when i was a kid and my mom and i my brother we oh, we just wanted to go somewhere but my dad adores windsurfing and that to him is vacation and plus there's other things too um, family stuff but um yeah so i just got sick of it and then you go into high school and I don't know, it just you want to be with your friends. And then my parents separated and then I didn't talk to my dad for such a long time. So mm-hmm. my mom didn't want to go camping anymore because she was sick and tired of it. We did a couple of trips time to time to go up just to go for hikes. And that's it. So it was during like the fall season. It was gorgeous because like this, the trees were changing. It was oranges and like these beautiful reds and the sand and like everything was so nice. So we only went there for a couple of times, just day trips. Mm-hmm. But camping wise, I'm done. If I were to go with friends, with someone friends? new, I would go with friends, yeah. but somewhere new. But it has to be more than just honestly for me, just um, campsites and the beach. I need like some sort of entertainment, or I need like a city nearby, or something like a really cool attraction, like cave, like you know, walking on into caves or whatever, like something more. So would you enjoy the cottage? I guess like- it would depend. To be honest, when it comes to the cottage, if it's the winter, probably not that much. Because, mm. again, I like to leave. I like to explore. <clears throat> mm-hmm. If it's the summer, yes. Because I love being on the water now so much more than ever. Yeah, like boat and activities. And yeah. Like and then, but again, I would love even. to go out to the towns. I love to try different restaurants. I love to go and check out the little t- like shops and okay, such. Okay, that is not a thing at the cottage. You go to the cottage, well, you stay the at the cottage. Ones, see, so if I'm staying in one place, this is like me with resorts. I cannot stand resorts either. Because I there's a sustainable aspect to it, but I don't want to pay thousands of dollars just to look at sand and palm trees. Like that's I <laughs> if I'm like spending all this money, let me go meet the people, let me go experience the culture, let me go see the history, let me go and actually see what life is like in this country. And to that's it's much deeper for me. So camping and cottages and resorts, it's the same thing for me. If I'm stagnant in one area, I get like itchy feet i have to go and i'm well, always like that i'm such a wanderer in my mind yeah that the wanderlust that makes very sense. like a lot of deeply like in my in soul so for my relaxation it's my relaxation is leaving my everyday life to go somewhere new and explore <laughs> that's my you thing. know that's a form of escapism right Kinda it could like, be, but it's also, it kinda, fuels my mm-hmm. cup, though. Of course, of course. It's a healthy, yeah. thing, you know, healthy practice. For, a healthy and But it is still escapism. That's okay. I'd rather escape to, like, Everybody's museums. addicted to something. Yeah, exactly. Mine's a healthier version, but no, it's escaping into, like, artistic museums and, like, you know, seeing different chefs. Oh, hi, Milo. Hi, baby. Okay, so here's the thing, Milo. You can't breathe into the microphone, okay? Because I'm talking right now. Hi. So, oh my God, he's such a flirt. Yeah, he is. I'm telling you. You want to say something? No, he doesn't. He's happy there. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Um, hold on. Where was I at? Healthy escape. Healthy escape. Travel. Travel. Do drug. 
It is my drug. It's a healthy <laughs> drug, though. But no, I met so many cool people throughout traveling, and it's. I have learned so much, not just from about outside things, but internally as well as a person. Yeah. And that's where aspirations and, you know, inspirations too, and where I want to be and how I want to live and who I am becoming. That is, So I don't know if I would call it actually an escape because mm. it, it, it really becomes like a deeper type of experience for me that's a good. deeper journey if yeah. anything i can i have a trip that i, I like i had that like that remember mm. when i went out to bc for radio yeah so i drove across the country mm-hmm. so from toronto all the way out to british columbia by How myself long was the uh um, so four days to get out four yeah and so you drove two from days to get out of ontario <laughs> oh god and you yeah. drove like early morning tonight or did you oh yeah no stops? i pulled some like real long ships yeah right and then that trip there and I came back right like shortly after yeah it just didn't work out mm-hmm. and then so that whole trip I learned two things mm-hmm. this country is big as shit <laughs> yeah. and it, that was sort of like the trip where I learned that I was in control of my own destiny you know what I mean yeah where you're like wow like I'm really far away from home like there's you know mm-hmm. anything that I want for myself right now I'm like it's you're all on one. me yeah yeah yeah, and that was like sort of like an eye. That was like freedom of the nest sort of trip mm-hmm. for me. But wouldn't you find that when you do those types of experiences and you kind of like look within, you're like, I can trust myself to do this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think everybody should have something like that. I think that should be a part of like mandatory curriculum. Right. You know? Get out of your own town. They, they keep <laughs> talking about bringing back grade 13, but like, okay, fine. Make but you grade have to 13. Do something spectacular everybody with has that. to go on a trip somewhere. Yeah. And like oh, it doesn't have to be outside of the country. Cool. Be inside of the country too. You don't have to go freaking crazy. Yeah. You know? It's probably that safer be... and smarter to fund it federally if it was inside the country. Mm-hmm, <laughs> but mm-hmm. still, you know? Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be really cool. And if that a was a thing to... for grade 13, I would totally put my vote in and like say yes cuz that it's amazing to obviously learn about different subjects, but I think more importantly, it's so much more amazing to to be developing you as a person and do all these discoveries and all these learnings and growing opportunities oh, yeah. that have to do with actual life, actual like mindset, yeah, actual. And you can't take pictures and like expect somebody to get the full effect of it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, that's why I think like, okay, say if you did it for Canada, this is also mm-hmm. a really good unifying program for the country. Because mm-hmm. then you we can should take, pitch it. Yeah, right? You can mm-hmm. take the kids from Whitehorse. And yeah. they can take trips all over. They can maybe see the big city, Toronto, and they, yeah. you know, just kind of see life in a way that they would have never, ever seen if they didn't leave home. Yeah. And then you can send the kids from Toronto that could maybe use a little butt kicking by nature yeah. up to Whitehorse, right? Mm-hmm. And be like, mm-hmm. live there for a friggin' year and see how you do, you know? Mm-hmm. I figure it's a good idea. I think so too. And maybe have a little couple of gen ed courses they could take so there's something structured for them to do. Yeah, it's something. You're still, you're still really young when you're 19 and dumb. Yeah, you and know? you don't know what you. Ex- exactly want to do yeah, yeah. Why not, i think right? that'd be a really good thing because you know what i feel like high school just kind of pushes people to immediately go into college and universities but you don't know what you want it's yet an at 18 and you're spending all this more or your parents money or you saved up your money or taking osap to go to programs that 99 percent of the time people end up changing in their fields like I think, yeah, I think that would be cool because you really learn when you are pushed into the unknown, into uncomfort, 
Yeah. But in your independence, like you have to develop that. Oh God, you get to learn more about yourself. Oh yeah. You you can't, you can't develop in the comfort zone. Yeah. You can think about it all you want and try, but you can't. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's something I've, an epiphany I've had many times on that bed. Yeah. (laughs) Just watching TV like nothing's going to happen unless you get up and do it. Yeah. Like we're sitting here. This is the first episode of our podcast. Yeah. No idea where it's going to go, what's going to happen, but. I think that's the best part though. You have to start. Like, you know. Thousand percent. I was going to say something about comfort zones but i don't know how long we've been talking because i kind of want to save it. it has to do with what i've been going through for the last three weeks yeah but this is, this is the beta we're at 45 minutes wow just like that okay See? we could talk about it it's yeah. off topic well it's not off topic it has to do with like comfort zones and growth yeah that's relevant all right so i back in it started actually in a way in october remember how i mentioned about miruna my best yeah, friend yeah, yeah. so she is somebody, like I said, who's so secure in who she is as a woman, as a person, I should just say, as a person. She has this grounding essence of her, that she, of, of her, <laughs> of who she is. And I admire that in mm. people so much when they have that. You know where you could feel that from somebody? Like who they are, who they are. Yeah, yeah. Unapologetic, sort of just. Yeah, but not like F this. Like, no, like it's like she's her no gen- like, like that's genuine a genuine person like yeah being genuine but um well you could be a genuine person but like still no i don't want to say be a fake person but like there's no be facade. more deeply she's not that insecure like she's oh, her yeah. she's like she's she's her. accepted herself yes <laughs> and i admire i literally yeah. told her that and it's, she's, not, it's not common it's, it's you know. not and it's a lot of work yeah. and i i told her this like i admire that so much about you and she's like, oh my God, babe, thank you, because it took me so long to get to me. Mm-hmm. And so that conversation stayed with me. And that was something I've, like, I know I want to get to. And then, so it was always in the back of my head. And then three weeks ago or so, uh, actually, no, a little over three weeks ago. So in December, like Christmas time, <laughs> I had a moment where I was just going through something with family. And that conversation came back into my head. Then early January, I learned this technique for anxiety, for grounding. And that's where it kind of started growing. I started seeing on, I don't know, it's like as if the universe knew that I wanted to do this, but I started seeing all my posts, like on my Instagram feed, saying this, if you're an introvert, push yourself to go out and meet people. If you're an extrovert, stay more with you, like spend more alone time with you. And I'm an extrovert. I love planning my weekends to be with my friends, even during the week. Yeah. Like I go, yeah, I go to work. I have my little alone time, but I'm never really alone because there's always someone home. Right. And then I love meeting my friends up to grab dinner, grab, you know, do whatever. I haven't fully spent a day with myself and not had like <laughs> communication. Like I'm always with my friends in yeah. some sort of communication. Right. And I said to myself like, okay, I have to do this. Yeah, you do for real. And that's what I've been going through for the last three weeks. Purposely not reaching out as often yeah. to friends saying, hey, what are you doing tonight? Or like if someone reaches out to me asking what I'm doing, I will say I'm busy, even though I was literally sitting at home. Right. And throughout the week as well, like I did my own thing. Um, last two Fridays, my plans were postponed, which I feel like was needed, was meant to happen that way yeah. due to the fact that I'm going through this. And there were so many times I was so uncomfortable and I was so like I felt lonely. Yeah. And even spend time with my brother. We went to like Vaughn Mills. We went shopping, whatever, to look at things. 
But again, still like that's not what I would normally do on a Saturday. I'd be with my friends, not with like family, like, you know, and I felt so alone. But I'm like, you know what, though? But good thing. It's a good thing that you're doing this. It's a good thing that you're feeling this feeling. And your friend, I like to friend my emotions. I'm not afraid of them. Yeah. Even though they suck, they're painful, they're hard. I don't push them away anymore. I don't fear them. You know, I don't. I accept them. That's like an increase in emotional intelligence. That's how that. That's how that works. That's mm-hmm. good. And it was you have to develop it though. It's intelligence. It's like reading. You know. You yeah. Do but it's work. also to become more secure in who you are as a well, person. Yeah. You have to work at that. And yeah. And then like not having that FOMO feeling yeah. and like or you could, but you don't make it mean that like you're less than or you're not worthy or that yeah. you're a loser or you whatever. You don't attach your identity to it. <laughs> yes, and so many people do, yeah. right? And so, um, so this weekend. I felt it in my chest, but I'm like, it's okay. Like just breathe. Like I was doing this breathing technique, whatever. And then on Sunday during my yoga program, me and another student had to perform our five minute presentations and she went first and her presentation, I don't remember word for word, but her meditation was about letting go, especially if you went through something traumatic, especially if you're dealing with something and just her words were resonating with me so much that I started to cry in the class. Right. It all surfaced out of my body. And I was so happy that it did because when, when anything, you know, when you're going through something and just feel, feels stagnant in your chest and you're, you feel it, but you can't do anything about it. And then it makes you feel like stuck or yeah. low, whatever yeah. it, it came out and it felt so good. And my teacher is like, so Natalie, what did you think of Samantha's presentation? Like meditation. And I said, thank you so much, Samantha. I needed to hear that today. Right. And we were such a close group in that my yoga program. And then it was my turn to go and do my meditation. And I said to everybody that this meditation that I've created is also about letting go. I will create two parts of this. One will be like a bedtime meditation of letting go of someone who's going through anxiety or whatever. Or it could be like during the day, during the morning, whenever you need it. And I said, I'm also grateful for this opportunity because I'm so out of my comfort zone of performing this and also to be creating a, like a, um, a meditation. And so I did my meditation. I put the music on. I was reading it out of my notebook. And then at the end of it, when I said, take one last deep breath in and release. And when you're ready, open your eyes to the room. And everybody, it took them like maybe six seconds and they all just opened up their eyes and they all had this smile on their face. And I asked for feedback. And then my yoga teacher was like, Natalie, that was so beautiful. Not only did we take something away from it, but we watched you in your journey of becoming more confident in who you are and becoming more secure of who you are. And so I was so proud of myself and I was choking up in my own like cries again. But I think that's the thing about discomfort is that we have to be okay with going through discomforting situations because it makes it easier to do it when you are, when you can trust yourself and not be afraid of your emotions. And again, like going back to like the grade 13 thing, it would be amazing if students had that opportunity to go. That's like a huge thing to learn. And like, it's annoying to kind of almost have to learn that the painful way. Like, I don't know why that's a Mm -hmm. life lesson that's like designated to be learned the painful way for everybody. Yeah. Right. Cause like, it's totally something that could be facilitated by school where you, yeah. you're forced, you're forced basically out of your comfort but zone. But that is still in a pain for like, own. if you are experiencing it in high school anyways, hmm? 
it could be still a painful experience, even if it's in high school. Well, 100 percent, yeah. There's no guarantee that yeah. this is gonna be a good thing for everybody. Yeah, yeah. But like, it should be offered. That's the thing. Yeah. And like, if a lot more people took it, I think they'd be on a more healthier footing when they start their like adult life. You know, mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the direction I want my life to go. This is, you know, mm-hmm. like you can go into your 20s more of a plan. Yeah. Of attack rather than a, like, let me just experience. be an idiot until I figure it out. Mm-hmm. Some people don't figure it out. Yeah, I know. And then they're just idiots. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be good, but who knows why they haven't created that kind of opportunity. Did you know? Because I, at work, I have students that go to St. Max. They actually offer, the school offers um, experiences to leave the country and go on trips. For free? Well, I don't know. Mm. But we didn't have that. When we were in high school? Yeah, we did. There were like a bunch of trips and stuff you could go around the world. Really? It was obviously a lot more structured because it's hard to travel with kids. But there's programs like um, there's a brand, a company called EF Tours. There's another company oh, yeah, as well that they, takes those, students. They cost so much money. It, well, it depends how many students and you get a discount. Yeah. Like, yeah but it's an educational type of thing. Because I remember there, when we were in high school, there was a trip that went to Poland to go to Auschwitz. Auschwitz, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that's like yeah. it was a very because the patron saint of St. Max is yeah. died at Auschwitz, right? I went there. Yeah. Twice. It, it's a super somber, super important trip. Yeah. I remember it costed like three thousand dollars. When was this? In like, like twenty twelve dollars. Twenty twelve dollars? Yeah. <laughs> you mean twenty twelve years? Twenty twelve years, but in twenty twelve dollars, three thousand dollars in twenty twelve is Oh, I understand okay, yeah. I understand what you mean. Okay. When were they planning this trip for? What year? Like they what did month? it. It's in what one of these month? yearbooks. One of those four yearbooks there. But was it during it? like winter, I, spring, summer? I can't remember. I think it was probably early beginning of the school year. September? Ish. Something like that. Then I, I that's crazy correctly. that the... Okay. Because <clears throat> when it comes to obviously traveling Europe, the prices go up, right? And especially in the wintertime too. That's shocking that September when students are in school. Well, they have to be in school to go on a school trip. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many weeks was it supposed to be for? Like two weeks, I don't remember. Weeks? I don't know. I didn't go on it. I couldn't afford it. It was $3,000. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and that's like a super important and... trip. That's like, you know, mm-hmm. everybody that came back was like so deeply affected by it. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And then, but like. That I wasn't... can tell you what I learned from it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it wasn't a very accessible trip for everybody at the school. No, definitely not. That's, yeah. Yeah, I wonder why. Like, I would have to see what it came with because when, if anybody ever wants to go to Auschwitz or any, to be honest, any kind of historical place, book in advance an English speaking guide because those book up so quickly. If you're doing a last minute trip to any historical place, including Auschwitz, they're gone. Like, yeah. if you do a last minute, yeah. um, I the first time I went, I decided to get an English speaking tour guide, and then the second time I went, I got a Polish one. But it was also because it was last minute, so we yeah. couldn't pick up an English one. We wanted to. But you're fluent in Polish. I am, but my brother doesn't fully understand. Oh. Even though he used to be better than I actually oh, right, right, right. when we went to well, Polish school. Use it or lose it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. My God, my dad talks to him in English. I'm like, Tato, what the hell are you doing? Like, yeah. talk to him in Polish. <laughs> and my mom will talk to him in Polish, and there's like, I see it happening. A fight so, begins because my brother didn't understand something. And then my mom thinks that she knows what he's saying in English. So she talks back and forth. And I'm like, guys, you're both not making any sense right now. And I have to get in between. <laughs> you're, you're in both <laughs> so did it, wait, so did, at home, does your mom speak English or Polish? Or is she just Polish? She, or is she speaking we speak Pinglish? Polish. <laughs> Pingl- yeah, she speaks Pinglish. I speak Pinglish. My brother speaks English with a little bit of Polish. Like it's, right. yeah, but I talk to my mom more in Polish for sure because I want to make sure I keep this. Yeah, you have to, right? yeah, use it or lose Like it. when I move out one day, I'm going to order Polish TV. Like or call your mom every call day. Call every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, something. Because even my sister and I, we talk in English. No, my sister and I. 
we type in English. God, okay, I have to remember next time I'm gonna call her. Um, <laughs> is she fluent in English? So she is. Yeah, is her, because, is her English better than your mom's? Oh yeah, because really? my sister. Yeah, well, she lives in Poland. My, yeah, because she was here for ten years. Oh, she lived here I for like from about sixteen that. to twenty six. Yeah. yeah, or twenty seven, so eleven right, years. Right. Yeah, um, but my mom, my mom, the fact that she started speaking English about six years ago. And she's 50, sorry, she's 65 now. She's, been in, she's one of those people that's been in Canada all these years. And just like, yes. I will learn when I need to. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Those, those Italian nonas. Like, we all have friends with Italian nonas. Yeah. Like, oh, she doesn't speak any English. Why? She decided not to. Yeah. When did she come to Canada? 1950. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. My mom was like that too. She's like, I had no choice. I was in a Polish deli. I'm like, okay, but you had Canadian clients. Like, yeah. I would literally watch my mom as it's a okay, kid. Okay, they spoke Polish. <laughs> Literally, but no, I would watch my mom like when there was a Canadian family coming in, yeah. and they would talk to my mom like, "Hi, Dorota, how are you today?" My mom would be like, "Good, good." And they're like, "How's how was your weekend?" Oh, good. And I'm like, and they'll talk to her like, "Oh, we went camping, this and that, blah blah yeah. blah," and she'd be smiling. And I'm like, "Oh God, mom!" I'm Not like, in smile. It was That's so. Funny. And they would ask her a question, and she just smile like, "Oh, oh my God!" My so. God. Thank God life did happen the way it did because the blessing of it came out that she speaks now English. So she's really good at that. Did she do courses for it? No. no. Her own mentor, her own business mentor, just kind of, they. her business mentor spoke very softly and slow. And that's how my mom learned. And my mom had to actually within two months because she signed up, like she was doing a business with my mentor, our mentor, I should say. And my mentor won an award basically. Well, not won an award, but she leveled, she leveled up in her business so there was a celebration and um my she's like to my mom dorota i want you to speak in front of the audience and there's gonna be 500 people and my mom was like scared but my mom's (laughs) a boss remember that like my mom was like oh public speaking is a tough thing to do in any language yes (laughs) and she would stay up till 3 a.m writing and writing and call me down be like nunya can you help me like and so i would help her and whatever and then i get very annoyed because she thought she knew better and i'm like you don't know english (laughs) so i would correct her and i would do a simple thing she's like no no google translate just says this i'm like no like this is how you say it and so but whatever good memories though that's funny yeah but um good old like immigrant parents i love it but Mm -hmm. um and then she did it she spoke with like she was nervous, obviously, but she spoke in front of 500 people and everyone gave her a standing ovation and everyone was shocked that she was starting to learn English. It was perfect. And this was just two months after actually like starting to learn. And her she speech, definitely had like a nice, good basis no, considering that there was no, English all around her. Matt, I had to teach her how to turn on a laptop. Oh my so God. that's the same thing when it came to to English. Yeah, but you know how to talk about immersion. <laughs> like, does it the best way to learn a language is immersion? So, like, I'm saying, yeah, she had to definitely work hard on it to get to like being able to speak in front of a group. Yeah, like that. But she's been in Canada since what the 90s. But yeah, but still. You don't think she was exposed to any English that she, she picked was, up over the but years? She didn't. <laughs> like every single time, she. A lot of times, I should say, not every single time, but a lot of times, she'd be like, ah, in Polish, mm-hmm. she would say, like, I don't understand what they're saying. They're talking too fast. And oh, it was yeah. like that all the time. Totally, so yeah, I would have to, I, it would be me yeah. or my sister or my dad who speaks better English than her at the time, like, translating everything. Like, she, she, her, 
it was an image, an identity that she doesn't know English, so she never will speak English. Like that's <laughs> See, the kind I of thing. I don't have to learn. Yeah, that's I have people for me. Like kind of thing. <laughs> so, yeah. so really, like, and to teach her how to pronunciate words too was another thing, hmm. and she did it, and she did it. I know and she's amazing. a bilingual queen. She definitely is. Yeah, <laughs> bilingual queen. She's always been a queen. But um, hi, Milo. Hi again. Oh, you're such a good boy. Um, but yeah, that's my mom for you. That's my mom out of her comfort zone. It was that's a great one. Thing. Every single one of us, we should all get the chance to get out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you've come out of your comfort zone with this show today? Yeah, I was yeah, I was nervous, but I was also very excited because it's been like on my mind for the last four years or three years to do a podcast. With a professional background in yes. broadcasting, I can tell you that mm-hmm. at the very beginning yes. that we started talking, I completely did not think that you were an amateur. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're going to have to listen back to check uh, your mic presence. Oh, but, gosh, because uh, I know there's moments I was super yeah, close to the and mic. And we don't have headphones on, so you can't really. Oh, shit. I'm sorry if like, if you're playing this and accidentally screaming in your ears. That's okay. But, well, the yeah. Post-production. That's what post-production I is. But I'm, I was excited to do this, too, because I have spoken in front of audiences before. And I do Instagram stories. And I'm very, like, I love sharing anything that's on my heart to share and talk about. And. I love challenges. I love getting out of my comfort zones more than ever. Mm-hmm. Still is sometimes moments where I'm like, it's too much, but you have to. You yeah. really have to. So I'm excited. It's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be a lot of this. Just, just chatting kidding. about whatever comes up. Exactly. We've got some we have some ideas. really good ideas to get some oh, good conversations I'm started. I'm so excited for them. This is the beginning of a saga. It definitely is. We don't have a name yet. Oh, uh, yes, we do. Do we have a name? Everything and everything. Whoa. Let's say that again. Anything and Everything by Matt and Nat. That's a good name. You're saying that with such sarcasm. No, it's a good... I know. I like that. It's a good name. Or is it... I'm, wait, is it I'm Everything glad we and Anything? Name. Or is it Everything You're and Anything? You're asking me and you just told me. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. It may change. Let's see. It's <laughs> it better change. than Matt Goody and Nat Sicky, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no way in hell are we doing that. That's oh, good. God. This is good. Oh, I think God. we have... Uh, I think we're, we're good to wrap up for the first... Uh, we're, we've hit an hour. Wow. Yeah, it's not bad. Oh my so, god, Matt, I love this. This is a good format. We I can think just stick we should keep doing. Obviously cut this one, but like keep going at it for sure. Yeah. Well, until the next episode. All right, take care. <laughs>